Welcome to Becoming Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Campbell. I'm a doula in Washoe County, Nevada, a Medicaid provider, a lactation educator, childbirth educator, and mom of 18. You can find me and connect on doulainreno.com. Remember, give a shout out to those who are brave enough to share their stories with us on how they have become parents. Let's dive in. Welcome to Becoming Parents. I'm your host, Jennifer Campbell. And today I'm really excited. I have Tiara Flynn on. How are you? I'm good, Jen. How are you? I'm great. I'm always excited. This is like one of my favorite things that I do. Uh, and But this is a bonus episode. I actually know you. We've met in person. I have hugged you. You live in the state of Nevada. So this is a local entrepreneur release. And I'm so excited to have you. Me too. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much. And we'll get into it more because you've made a significant difference in the doulas in in Nevada and in the doula co-op. But I want to start out by you telling us how you became a parent. Yes. Um, So I always tell people and I'm like, well, hopefully my kids don't take this the wrong way if I say this when they're older. But like I never I was the kid, the teenager young adult that was like, I never want to have kids ever, 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 ever. Just simply because, um, well, the first thing is um, I was raised by a single dad. So my dad um, raised me and my three other siblings from the time I was seven. So my mom left. um, And it's so crazy. Just last year, I have this full circle epiphany of like, she was really going through it. You know, that's like another- Uh longer story for another time, but they were both young parents. Um, she started when she was 13. Oh, Um, yes. And a possible product of rape or, you know, I don't know the full backstory. So she started at 13. Her and my dad got together as teenagers at 16. So they're both teenage parents. Just so, you know, this is what I'm seeing as a young kid. And I'm like, this is not fun. (laughs) Like, these are young parents by the time they had me at 18 and then my little brother at 21. So four kids by the time you're 22. So holy cow. Yes. Right. My dad was in the air force. Um, my mom wasn't, uh, now that I'm like every year that goes by, you learn a little bit more about absent parents. I don't know if everybody that has an absent parent feels that way, but like you just kind of learn things that you don't even have to be looking. You don't have to be searching for a backstory or a reason. Uh, my dad never said anything negative, never, you know, made it a point to like explain things to us, I guess. Um, Cause he probably didn't know how, doesn't know how, uh, or maybe he doesn't know. But um, my mom left when I was seven. She told us she was going to go be a flight attendant and then she just never came back. So I don't even know that she went to be a flight attendant, (laughs) but um, being raised by a single dad, I didn't have even a immediate picture. I mean, I had like my aunts, my grandmother, um, my dad did remarry um, at some point, but I didn't have like this ideal picture of what a mom is supposed to be or what, you know, I just, I just had that, that, that void always there. And I had like this issue internally of like, maybe that's like a family thing. So even if I just dial it back just a little bit, my mom's mom wasn't active in our lives. Um, still not. And so I just thought that that was like a generational thing. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to have kids. Cause I don't want to be like them. Wow. Or I don't want to be a terrible mom or, you know, whatever. So I just never pictured having kids ever <laughs> It was not 
on the agenda or just like the life plan at all whatsoever. Your dad took on that first sibling she had at 13? Yes. He adopted her the minute he turned 18. He adopted my sister. In fact. Right. Because they met at 16. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Right. They met right. at 16. He, when he, he turned couldn't 18. Even, yeah. They had two together technically. And he adopted her. In fact, we didn't learn that my sister was adopted until she was 16. And she had learned from a family member on my mom's side, just told her to anger her or whatever, upset my dad. I don't know. She, he didn't even get an opportunity to tell her like, you know, actually I adopted you. Cause that, I mean, that was his daughter. So yeah. Wow. Okay. So he at 16 took on a three-year-old, two or three-year-old yep. had two more kids, including you yes. did that adoption, had one more. So they had three together. And then the one that and first that was one. adopted Yep. From 13 until 21. 21. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so eight years to have four kids. Yep. Yeah. That is the most, that's the craziest story. I like, I have a daughter that's turning 14 this month in January, 2024. Right. And I cannot mm -hmm. imagine like her body going through, right? Right. Me either. Like we're doulas, right? Like I, <laughs> That's mind blowing. Yes, exactly. I yes. even have tried to look up like doula training for teenagers specifically because mm -hmm. their bodies are still developed. Anyway, oh, that's yeah. a side note too. Yeah. And your mom went through that and I can't imagine. Yes. And I always literally like the last year or then maybe 2022, I, it was 2022. I was doing a webinar about like post, I was with, doing something with postpartum support international. And I'm Jen on this call. I was like, don't break down, don't break down because I'm always, I, you know, I know my story. I say it the same way every single time, but I, something just kind of interrupted my thoughts. And I thought about my mom and I never think about her. I always tell people like, I don't know her. So when I was a kid, a teenager, young adult, and other people's moms would be like, oh, I couldn't imagine, you know, like how you must feel. And I'm like, I, you can't miss something that you never had. So as years go on, you kind of lose the image of what they look like. This isn't an absent parent that jumped in and out. Cause I know I have friends who were like, my dad was absent or, you know, he was in and out of my life or my, my mom was in and out on drugs or in jail or something like that. She didn't have any of that going on, but she was just absent, absent. Um, and I'm on this call talking about like being overwhelmed with parenting um, because I was like, I was in the military. I did this and I dealt with postpartum after I had my daughter. And I'm like, what? I've been in some scenarios, like in the military, all, all kinds of stuff, being a business owner. And these little tiny creatures are kicking my butt. Like that was kind of how I was saying it. <laughs> yeah. And, and something, right. And something crept in, like, that's what your mom went through. That's why she, you oh. know, Maybe that was like me coming up with my own answer of like, she started having kids at 13. By the time she's 21, she has four kids. I can't, I can't imagine, like you were saying, like, there's no way I could ever imagine what she was dealing with going through. And looking back, I'm like, I'm a kid. And she, even when she was in the house, she was absent. She wasn't, Yeah. she just wasn't there. So that's why I always say like, you can't miss what you never had. Like when she was at home, up until I was seven years old, I didn't know her. She didn't get us ready for school. She didn't hug us, kiss us, make us food, do my hair, things like that. She was just there a couple of days at a time and then would disappear for months and then couple and then until she finally, you know, left, left. So has your dad ever said anything or addressed how he felt during that time, how hard it was or um 
like i'm not making justifications for your mom like i I wrote a book about my childhood it was not like there's not i'm a mom there's not an excuse i also know that as a mom it's overwhelming and i've made a ton of mistakes probably as many as my mom has had just in different ways (laughs) right right but has your dad ever been open with you guys about it he start he yeah he started to like what especially when i was becoming a mom and i would tell him like oh i have so much anxiety like I really don't know if I should be doing this type of conversations. Um, But even before that, somewhat, somewhat, but he never would, would, I think he was very careful with his words and just very careful since we were kids to not say horrible things about her best he could, you know, like he just, and I think that was his way of like, just trying to preserve whatever. Cause he also felt, I guess the best, the best way I could describe like how he's explained it. If he, if he has, is like, he always felt like, he thought he could save her. And I don't know why teenage him thought that. <laughs> I but, mean, haven't we all been there? Right. But it, he gets even crazier. He, um, he re- I told you he remarried and yes. she had four kids. So I always tell my dad, I'm like, you're this young 23 year old guy in the military. You're a single dad. Why are you in the bar talking to this woman? And she says she has four kids. And you think that this is my life partner, <laughs> but they're still uh-huh. together today. And we, we were a blended family and we always tell people we're like the black Brady bunch, but plus two more. Cause there was eight of us. All so, right. And what was it like blending families for you as a child? That was super hard, super, just because I, so none of their dads were prepped. None of their, their dad wasn't present. Our mom isn't present. So you would think it's easy, but it was super hard for me. She, she has four boys, my stepmom, I have four stepbrothers. Um, and they needed, you know, that male presence, that father presence. And so I didn't want to share my dad. It was really hard for yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I did a blended family with our kids. So as a parent yeah. of the blended family, I know it's hard, but the kids look at it from a different perspective, but I know it was hard for all of them. Like yeah, it was, it's hard it's, for everybody. It's the hardest situation you're ever in in parenting. And there's so, so. many layers to it that people yeah. don't, they hit you at different times. I'm sure now that you have adult children, they're telling you stuff like yep. this wasn't good or this was, this was okay. You did great here. Like I try to, I try to give my parents that reassurance too. Cause I'm like, now that I'm a parent, I'm like, this is not easy. <laughs> you can say that all day long until you have kids. But then when you have them, you're like, oh, oh I'm sorry, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think your kids should have to like shut their mouths about parenting and tell their parent like you're just exactly. not allowed to say anything good or bad just don't say anything don't but, say anything yeah yeah because yeah, you just don't know until you know anyway that's a lot of a di- unique life growing yeah. up and I understand yeah. why you didn't want to have kids like it doesn't no. make sense that you would want to have kids so much I'm like there's so many people in this house I everything that I dislike as an adult is because of like when I was a kid I had to cook you know, we, we had old school parents who were like, the girls have, there's only two girls, me and my sister and these six boys. And then my dad, so a house of 10 and we had to cook. So even today I tell my husband, I'm like, if I cook something, just let it go. It's going to be huge and massive. And there's three of us, in the house, four of us in the yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. You joined the military ultimately. Was that a following in your dad's footsteps? Some kind of guessing? Yeah. You know what? I was, yes, but I was also super, super close to my grandpa who was also in the air force. So awesome. I escaped from that chaotic household. Um, my dad always sent us to New York for the summer. That's where my grandparents lived. Okay. Um, and I was really close to him and talked to him more 
And I kind of was nervous to tell my dad I was going to join the military, honestly. It didn't seem like something he wanted me to do. And I'm now that parent where I'm like, I don't want my daughter to join the military. That's a whole other story where I'm like, no, absolutely not. Uh I will be devastated if she joins the military. So it's interesting. I was a U.S. I was an Air Force dependent. My Mm -hmm. ex-husband was military and I loved it. And having said that, there are some kids that I'm like, it might not be a bad path for you. But out of like all the kids, there's only a couple where I'm like, yeah, you know what? That would be good for you. Right. But only one there of them. Some, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because there are a lot of, it's it's hard though. And you know it from a different, like I was a dependent. I wasn't in the yeah. Air Force myself. I think it's hard so. on dependents too. I, that even goes into like why I got out of the military. I got out when I got pregnant. Because I'm like. Okay, no. so let's take us through that. Yeah. So <laughs> did, did you like get, you got in the military and you got married. At some point, both those things happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I joined right at 18. Um, got stationed back home in Las Vegas. <laughs> So that was not the plan, Why? right? I joined for a couple of reasons. I joined because again, I'm from a household of eight. My parents didn't have money for college. Right. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I'm like, I can't stay here. Like Vegas is such an amazing city for adults, but for young adults, you grow up so fast. I had friends yeah. in high school who they're like straight aid student, top five of our class. And like, went off to be cocktail waitresses. And I'm like, there's there's no shade or shame in being a cocktail waitress, but I'm like, it's fast money. So I'm like, I feel like there's, you have a lot of wasted potential as a young adult if you grow up in that. Yeah. So anyway, I, that's why I joined the military because I wanted to get out of Vegas. <laughs> and then okay. And then you ended there. up in Vegas. Oh, how nice for you. <laughs> right. That's right? exciting. Um, and so because it wasn't going the way that I wanted, I was here for five years. Um, I was going to get out. And at that time I joined, we have a family owned marketing firm. My dad started it when I was in high school and I was like, okay, I'm going to join, but I want to be like in the leadership realm. You know, I'm like young, eager me. I learned this in the military. I could bring it to the company type thing. And my, I was not expecting him to be like, okay, so he's, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get out of the military, join the business you've already created. And I have some ideas and some changes. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's a different generation though. I just think about my kids, like you said, that are adults. Mm -hmm. If they came into my business, I'm sure the perspective would be like, they could do the TikTok. Yeah. That I'm like, why? They're going to take it to the next level. Yeah. Right. And so I can see it from that perspective too. Yeah. Yeah. But there's always a little wrench. Um, (laughs) I made that plan and I'm like, I'm going to get out because I signed up originally enlisted. I was enlisted for six years. I signed up for six years. So at the five and a half year mark, I'm like, this is next step. I'm done. Military was great. Got what I needed from it. I got my GI bill. I can go to college and I got orders to Japan. So my, (laughs) so my dad is from, like I said, New York, he got stationed here in Vegas. That's how I was born and raised here. And he got stuck here for almost 10 years. And he was like, I just wanted to get out because I was stuck at the same base. And I'm thinking in my mind, I'm going to be on the same path as him. Like I'm literally following in his footsteps accidentally, I guess. I thought I was going to be stuck here in Vegas and I got orders to Japan. And my dad was like, you have to go, you have to go, you have to go. Like, he's like living vicariously. He's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> me too. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. never got stationed anywhere else. You have to go. So, um, I went to Japan before I moved. I started dating my now husband. He came okay. over to you know, he was very smart to come all the way to Japan and ask me to marry him. <laughs> really? All right. Well done. I actually got married in Okinawa. 
our uh, marriage certificate is like on scroll paper in Japanese. <laughs> oh, that's the coolest ever. See, it's I love so cool. this. This is so yeah. cool. Okay, so you had met him. You weren't married yet. Wow, I didn't know about the whole Japan thing. Yeah, so you just, got married there. We got married there, but he was he was leaving Vegas. We met here in Vegas. I moved stationed Japan. He moved to California. So we did long distance for I guess like a year. I want to say almost a year. Um, and then his orders, his job carried. Well, yeah, you're dependent. So, you know, like sometimes the job yeah. carries, the more important job carries. Um, so we went to California, um, back in the desert. And I'm like, this isn't what I want. This is not what I want out of my Air Force experience. <laughs> um, you guys are supposed to be letting me travel the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we we had planned on just, you know, like I said, I never really wanted kids. Um, and then we got pregnant with our, with our son. So Oops. Quick decision, yeah, quick decision to be like, I'm getting out. No hesitation. Because when I was in Okinawa, I had actually mentored kids in middle and high school. Like they had this after school program and just like hung with these kids who had dual military parents and they were categorized as like these trouble kids. But I'm like, their parents are always deployed or always gone. Like, and I didn't want that for our kids. So, or kid, because I also said, I just want one kid. <laughs> one and done. This will be great. <laughs> Didn't want any. Yeah, I'll I'm like, okay, this, this one. Yeah, I'm like, this was meant to happen. Sure. And yeah. <laughs> you moved, you got out of the military. You moved back to yes. California at that point, though? At that point, he was still in. So we're in Cali. I got out when I had yeah. our son. And then he got orders. Well, we, as a family, got orders to Florida. Okay. Um, we lived in, my son was five months old. Yeah. Like five months old. We moved to, moved to Florida and then, oops, got pregnant again. <laughs> we all know what causes and, it. And I should mention like all this time, I'm, I already committed to the family business. So even when I was in Japan, right. the duty, I would get up at like two, three in the morning and be on uh, the conference call because we have Zoom and stuff. So I get on the conference yeah. call line, listening on staff meetings, executive meetings. Like I was still running the company somewhat, or I thought I was at that time. And I'm like, no, being hands on here Much in different, way different. The, yeah. I ha that was another question. So your dad actually followed through, and you joined the business, even though yeah. you're not. You're like all over the place. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah. then you have your daughter. Tell me a little bit about like expecting it or not, pregnancy and being a mom, yeah. it, that's challenging. When yeah. you got out of the military, you could focus more time on the family business, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? But you're also a parent now. Also a yeah, new parent. So when before, I, yeah, I guess I should dial it back. Like when I got pregnant, super, super anxious, super like just all the, all the emotions, all the thoughts. I'm like, do I want to be a mom? Like you said this whole time. You don't want to be a mom. You don't want to be a bad mom. You don't know what family trauma, you know, unhealed things and generational trauma that you're going to have to deal with or you're going to have to break through. And so I, every single day, it's not even an exaggeration. I would get, I would be in the shower, pregnant with my son, just bawling my eyes out. Like, it, oh. and it didn't, and I didn't have like, a, you know, like sometimes you have a reason where you're like, oh, this happened today or today was so draining. It was just a daily release. I don't, and I didn't have an answer for it. Um, but I've, I felt very instantly, very connected to the pregnancy, okay. to him. 
And that's what led me into like the introduction of what doula work even was. Cause I was reading all the books, watching all the documentaries. And they just kept saying like, oh, this, I had, I hired a doula. I had a doula. And I'm like, what the heck is a doula? <laughs> and then I went to a class in California. I feel like they're very birth community friendly and like they, yeah. they have a strong community. And the person that taught the Lamont's class or whatever they were calling it at the time, like childbirth education. At the end, I was just so fascinated with the way she taught it, with her knowledge. And I'm like, what do you do? Or like, you a nurse at the hospital? Like, <laughs> you know me, you know, I'm very nosy. Yeah, 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 I like um, so it. So I hung out afterwards talking to her for like two, three hours and she was a doula. And so kind of had that in my back pocket, but I didn't think, you know, I had the marketing firm. So I'm like, oh, that's a cool job. And thank you for helping me through this pregnancy. And we became cool kind of um, while I was still in California because I got out while I was, six, seven months pregnant. So I had, you know, got out of the military and then had my, had our son in California. Um, and then I moved, we moved to Florida and got pregnant again. <laughs> but this time I felt like ready. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a midwife. I'm going to yeah. get a doula. I'm going to, you know, eat this placenta, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> just, yeah. Cause it's like, just... yep. Just like, you know. Uh, with my son, I'm like, I was, I felt ready, but then I felt so overwhelmed. So like all the information I was getting was good for me to be like, I'm going to go to the hospital and have this birth plan. But I just didn't feel as proactive, I guess, you know, I think, isn't that common? I mean, I was the same yeah. way. I, I, I didn't know what a doula was. I knew what a midwife yeah. was. Um, I, I thought I had a handle on what I wanted, but you don't realize you can advocate for yourself or you can right. have help with that, or yeah. you don't know what you don't know. You don't understand the, exactly. It, you go to the hospital where it's supposed to be a safe place. And you're just on the conveyor belt of yep. hospital, yeah. right? Yeah. Luckily I had the most amazing nurse, which it's hit or miss. You know, right? We can be honest there. And she was amazing. This older black woman, she was like, this is what she wants. You get out, you leave her alone. Like she was on it, luckily with my son. Yes. And then, like you said, the second time around, you're a little more equipped. So you're like, okay, I yeah. know what I want. I know I can advocate for myself because with my son, I had a birth plan and I talked to this doula about what you can and can't do, but I didn't feel empowered to do that. I didn't feel like yeah. that was real. You know, I felt like this is like you said, you're, you're in there you're in their space this is the hospital follow their rules and there was times where they tried to intervene where luckily I had that nurse that was like that's not what she wants did she tell you she was like an auntie like, <laughs> she was like did she tell you that's what she wants why are you in here bothering her like she was amazing <laughs> that's awesome I had a great experience too but it was luck I mean I was lucky I had yeah. a great OB yeah. um yeah. it was all it was luck really yeah. But I knew, I think regardless of your first experience, it can be great. Mm -hmm. But once you've gone through it, it's like, now you know the questions to ask. Yes. Now, you yes. know, like until mm -hmm. you've experienced it, it's really hard to navigate that, right? So you had- It is so so one is different and hard it is, a, it is to some degree. So your yeah. second baby was different. Yes. So I had a midwife. Um, I planned to have her in a birth center and all the things- um, she just wouldn't come <laughs> stubborn her, but it was an awesome setup. It was in Miami, Florida. Um, and they shared a parking lot with the hospital. So midwife oh. was like, if anything happens, we could just wheel you on over and I will still deliver your baby. 
um, something I, you know, thought was common. And then fast yeah. forward to being here in Nevada where I'm like, oh, the midwives don't always have privileges in the hospital type thing. But anyway, she was, she was amazing, completely different experience. Cause like you said, with the OB's office in California, I felt like a number, like you said, the conveyor belt, yeah. I would um, be in the waiting room and there's 10 other moms here for the appointment. When I had my midwife, we, same thing as I was saying about the nurse, we just were like homegirls and we, yep. she did my appointment and she's like, let's have some snacks and let's chat or, you know, and me being nosy, I would hang around the, cause I'm a stay at home mom at this point. Uh, my son went to daycare like two, three times a week, just so I could have a break. Um, and that was when I would have my appointments, but I would be there for like four hours. Cause I'm in the waiting room. Like, Oh, are you pregnant with twins? Okay. Did you write a birth plan? Like just so nosy. <laughs> and my I, I don't think advice, you're nosy. I think you're, you're curious and engaging. <laughs> See, it's all like, right. Uh, like you, you have no malicious intent. You're yeah. you just, you want to know. And, and I think let's, let's back up just a tad in yeah. marketing. Your dad has a marketing company and that's what you mm -hmm. said. And yes. in marketing, you are looking at everything through a very different lens than the yeah. rest of us are. Right. Um, right. Not even like I see you and I want to promote you. It's like I see you and I want to figure you out. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so you you have been for years now. You've been already mm -hmm. looking through things at this through a different lens. Exactly. But it also probably helped you build your marketing business that you were yes. that curious and invested in asking questions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Connected. You want. You really want to connect. Um, yeah. Yeah. When did you guys move back to Vegas? Because I know that's where you are now. Yep. Yep. So we moved, we had our daughter in 2017, being a stay-at-home mom, trying to run the business from, from there. And we technology wise should have been able to, but yeah, got to a point where my husband's like, I'm going to retire. Where's our retirement place going to be? Um, and he is a country boy from New York, like the country. And he always was like, I will never go back to Vegas. And here <laughs> we are in Vegas. <laughs> I'm like, we'll see about that. So we moved back in 2018 um, after he retired. Yes. Okay. How's he handling that? <laughs> he did. Well, it was a good transition because he um, became a game warden. And oh. I didn't even know what that was, but in Nevada. And it was, it was a way to like convince him that he could still have his country. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like all the neighboring places, Utah, you can go come up to Reno, like, yeah. He didn't explore all of that when he was stationed here the first time because he was active duty. He was always gone. So he didn't realize Nevada, you know, beyond Vegas, like, you know, there's. Yeah, you you can kick over to yeah. Arizona real fast. Exactly. California, Arizona. It's actually a great, yeah. like, demographic location wise, it's That's a great I, location. I sold him on that, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, as a game warden, he was exploring all these other areas that I didn't even yeah. know about. Because he right. would patrol, yeah, in hunting season, he would patrol these areas and he was like, it's amazing. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I, you're welcome for my And I genius. didn't even know. <laughs> you did eventually become a doula, but yes. you're, you have never stopped. You are still in business with your dad still in marketing. marketing. So I, I'm going to pause here. So the doula co-op of Nevada started yeah. up a year and a half or so ago. 21. And you we because you're a doula and you're part of the mm -hmm. co-op and you're in marketing, we mm -hmm. hired the doula co-op. We I'm like, 
I hired you. The doula <laughs> co-op hired you and I'm on the board. So we yeah. did the whole mission vision. So I've worked yeah. very directly with you. And then yeah. that, that weekend with you, I was like, I need to reevaluate everything <laughs> in my life, which I haven't totally. I mean, actually it helped me reevaluate to know, you know what? I, I yeah. actually feel pretty confident yeah, about how I'm state. showing up. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. was great. And I did tweak some things, but we did a lot because the co-op's a nonprofit, very yeah. different, very different yeah. from so my business or your business. Yeah. So you're still doing that. You're yep. still working in your dad's firm. And yes. at what point did you become a doula? And I know balance it like yeah. I own a marketing firm and I'm a doula. Do not <laughs> go together. I know, right? <laughs> Well, so when I was in Florida, because like I said, I was hanging out there all the time. They had a doula. Um, I never really saw her much because um, they had offered her. And I was like, oh, no, I'm good. And so the midwife was like always pushing. She's like, eventually, you know, I want you to become a midwife. Like she she wasn't shy about, you know, um, which I'm like, oh, I don't, that doesn't sound like a road for me. Uh, um, but that's when I became unofficially a doula, I would say. Cause I, after I had my daughter, again, I'm a stay at home mom. So I'm like, I need something. I was working on the marketing firm, but it's very different. In the marketing firm, we have employees and they are, they're in Vegas. So I didn't feel like I could get, I can only give so much. Um, while I was in Florida and California, that's when I was building, we have the online membership platform for marketing. That's what I was doing. I was building that out putting basically my dad's brain and everything that he does into this online platform. So I wasn't engaging with people, talking to people, because it was just me building that out. Um, and at the same time, like kind of playing around with the idea of like, oh, maybe I could be a doula, you know? Um, and then when I came home, it was full focus on the marketing firm, because now you're here in person. Now you have to learn this new staff. You have to, you know, all the things. Um, and balance being a mom of two under two or three. Um, and I didn't really consider or navigate being a, in a doula, like, oh, let me see, is there training or what? I didn't know any of that stuff until like 2019. So yeah. 2019 was when I was, did my first training through, I think the first one was through Dona. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this is okay, but it didn't really fit. Um, yeah. didn't really seem like, you know, cause we're, we're not regulated. There's no clear path to becoming a doula. So it just seems so all over the place. And for somebody that was in the military and then somebody that has already been running a business, I'm like, this just doesn't seem like a real thing, honestly, that's how I felt originally, but I was still helping family and friends and being that person that's like, oh, so-and-so's pregnant. Like, girl, let's make this, you know, <laughs> let's make it plan. Let's talk about, you know, have you had a kid before? What didn't you like? Like, all the things I'm doing today as a doula, I was just doing it organically. Naturally. I mean, yeah, I think it's an extension yeah. of yourself when you like it. The training, I, I mean, I personally don't really love Dona, but yeah, no regardless me. of the training, I think it's really weak in the business yeah. area, which would have probably driven yeah. you crazy. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Like yeah. they don't teach you how to run a business. Yeah. At all. At, at all. all. At all. None of it. Yeah. Um, and, and to set up such a unique type of business, like setting yeah. up a doula business is way different than the marketing or any other business, you know, that I've seen the background of. So yeah, yeah. Dona was the first. And then I did a couple more. I don't even remember the names of them. Cause like you said, they weren't impactful or whatever. And then eventually I did, um, BADT last year, no, 20, 2022. I did that one. So that was still the business part was lacking, but 
at least like the doula portion of it. I was like, oh, this is phenomenal. Like they I think with that. any business, any business, if you have to do a training, you need to find the training that matches fits. who you are and how exactly. you learn. And because exactly. you're not, it's just going to be checking off boxes mm -hmm. and, exactly. you know, like, okay, and that's what it, that's it done. And I'm glad you, that's what it felt like. Like as a doula, mm -hmm. like navigating, it's like checking boxes. Um, we, to me, I always say Nevada and specifically Vegas, I'm like, we're still very green in the birth work space. Like yeah. we don't have very solid entities that are like, go here. They will at least give you a roadmap type of thing. We just, right. we didn't have that at the time until the co-op, which is why when I first learned about the co-op, I was like, I'm in there. I don't <laughs> care if they want me or not. <laughs> I'm going to be in there and on all the ways that I can be, you know, involved. So your kids are like seven and nine now. Is that about They're, right? They're um, six and seven. They're only 18 months apart. Okay. Yeah. Six and seven. So I was yeah. kind of doing math. I was trying <laughs> to keep track. Six and seven. I, I'd like to wrap up and end because you have two businesses. All your information is in the show notes in the, yes. so people yes. can find you. Yes. What would you say to a young mom who wants to start a business? It doesn't even, I mean, you come from two very different worlds, but really <laughs> yeah. any business, what were the, what were the most helpful things for you in starting a business? Yeah. Um, the first, very, very, very first thing I always tell people when they come to me and they're like, I want you to mentor or whatever is, um, work on it for at least two years before you jump out there. And I know like okay. we live in a world of like, you could put it on social and blow up or you can, you know, get lucky or whatever, but then you got to be ready for it. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things like you were saying with like the vision and mission that you change. Cause you're like, Oh man, like a year ago, I thought that was solid. And then a year later, you're like, that makes no sense. Or maybe <laughs> I've evolved. And so you got to give yourself time to grow. And there's so many free resources that people don't take advantage of. I'm like, you could use that year or two to go to a, a, a small business development center and they will help you write your business plan. You know, like to just take time to do the foundational stuff is what I always tell people first. I'm like, do the foundational stuff first and you will feel like, cause that's what I did for the doula business. I didn't have the opportunity to do that for the marketing firm because my dad already built everything out. Now, like right. when we did the rebrand and when I came on as an owner, we changed some things up. But as far as like starting, starting. So my doula business, you know, now Phenomenal Mama, I started working on that in 2020 and I didn't launch anything. Didn't even say the name or anything like that until 2021. So do the, do the homework, the foundational stuff. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I'm, I love that because it was not at all what I would have expected <laughs> you to say, but <laughs> yeah. it does. And I think I, I'd like to jump in with another thing. Like you are constantly evolving. This mm -hmm. is not static. It's fluid. Yes. And yeah. so your website, your colors, your language, your, yeah. what you're focused on it, yeah. it, you are cons constantly evolving, but how yeah. interesting, like you really want to get that foundation and in business. Yeah, no, no, seriously. That's even, great. Yeah, because even for me, like I said, I did all the homework and stuff, but once, and it, it's always once you get out there, right? It's like we were saying with motherhood, like once you have the kid, then you're like, oh, okay, this isn't at all what I thought. You can read all the books <laughs> not, and not at all. do all the things that you want, <laughs> but once you're in it and then they change, like one night your kid likes chicken nuggets and the next night it's disgusting. <laughs> so it's the same with your business. Your business is your baby and it yeah. changes. So like in the last, year my it's changed from what I originally set out for phenomenal mama to be now it's more of like 
advocacy work, which I, I was doing and organically, but it's like, now I need to strategically do it because I'm like, this is more so where I live and where I thrive yeah. at. So, yeah, I agree. And I did a lot of the foundation. I had a business and I reopened it. I restarted. Mm -hmm. um, and still, I thought, you know, I'm going to be really strong in this when I started. And that's not right. what I'm really strong I in. Know. It's so crazy, yeah. But it's okay. It's still good experience. It teaches you oh, a yeah. lot. Tiara, yeah. thank you so much for being on and for sharing your thank story. You. It was so fun. I could talk to you for like hours. You know? <laughs> <laughs>